September 27th, and we do the same old song and dance as last week, except this time we give a quick little preview into the Cubs' playoff push. Roll the tape. This gross spin and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way? No, we, you know, I mean, we, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You there, Dan? Yep. All right. So before we get into the podcast, we have to talk very briefly about Kawhi Leonard's left. I know, Matt, you have a couple words on it. The people. The people have been talking. The people have been whining it. I mean, you, you, you come here for the Harding news. And I mean, I, I'm not breaking any news here. But that guy's an absolute robot. That's not we all we've all heard that take before, but that just furthers it. Like he was short circuiting on screen in front of everyone. I don't even know. That's insane. I don't think he's on Twitter, so he probably doesn't know that he's getting roasted right now. But that's just, that was like that was the single craziest laugh I've ever seen in my life. That was like n- nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that could not be me. Wait, that we just want a minute, maybe thirty seconds on it. But we we teased at the end of the last episode. Folks, that's all we're getting. That's all we're getting. You guys don't have any Kawhi Leonard. Games? I have nothing on it. I mean, it's I mean, you said it enough. I mean, it's just fucking bizarre. He's a fucking like robot, piece of stone. Not he's a just like you're just a big old rock. Play some fucking solid defense, though. I, mean, I don't think that guy is ever like. Do you think that guy has like legitimate friends? Do you think he like he has like normal social skills? I don't think so. No, how could you? By the by, the way he laughs and by the way he acts too. By the way he talks, this is whole demeanor. I've never seen him smile before. He just he's. No, there's no way he's any. There's like, people would be like, he'd be like getting roasted. Like he has friends as a little kid, you start laughing like that. It's like, look, like look at Kawhi, they're laughing like an idiot. Like you switch that up real quick. So the fact that never happened is like he's never, he's never spent time with people. He, he, all his friends are yes men who don't actually like him. They're all just like, they all just like laugh at all his jokes and like get him food and all that. And like they're his best friend. When in actuality, like when he leaves the room, they're like, did you hear Kawhi laugh? Like, oh my god, what a fucking idiot. I mean, you think if you're like a superstar basketball player, you wouldn't be that much of a weird. Actually, I mean, a lot of the a lot of basketball players are kind of a little odd, like they like they're yeah. a little introverted. But him in particular, how do you how do you act like that? How do you how do you how are you? I don't know. I don't know how you can be so socially like oblivious because like I mean, I just don't get how you can be so like oblivious to like all the weird shit you do. Like in like in a locker room, how is nobody? He has to be getting shit in the locker room, or everyone's just like. Oh, Kawhi's a robot. Like, we don't want to make fun of him or else he might, like, kill us. overheat and, like, murder himself and us or something like that. So maybe he doesn't get shit in the locker room. That's, like, that's on, that falls on, that falls on the entire San Antonio Spurs organization for never telling him, like, hey, like, like let's figure this out. I mean, you can't really blame it on the Raptors yet because he hasn't played for them. But if, it, if it's not fixed by the end of the season, then, I mean, those are just two bad locker rooms. Two bad locker rooms he's been playing in. And San Diego State, I think they went to San Diego State, Oh, and right? Toronto, they're way too nice to, like, come out on the left. Yeah. They no. won't say a word. Well, player, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, he, he, has, he has to get roasted by someone. I mean, it won't I, be in Toronto. It's happening now on Twitter, so hopefully that, that opens up his eyes a little bit and he needs to, like, chill the fuck out. But I, I just – thoughts and prayers are with Kawhi. And it's because Toronto's a soft basketball team. They're soft. Yeah, they're much of softies. So, I mean, they, LeBron, like – LeBron is their puts daddy. Them, puts them in his back pocket on a yearly basis, so. Mm-hmm. And it's only fitting that they're in Canada, too, that they're, like, yeah. one of the softest teams. Even though they're good, that's – it, it only fits. In the softest country in the world, yeah. It all, it's all just too perfect, really. Before I move on, do you guys have anything else on, like, NBA Media Day and stuff? Uh, 
know, was there any other breakdown? Really other I mean, else? I mean, besides the only big big story is Jimmy Butler requesting the trade. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That whole Stephen Jackson drama that went on. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he's telling him he doesn't play with any. Like, I'd be pissed too. Cause I thought I'd be telling my brother, like you know, I don't play with any heart. That was some. Um, Tell me, find the wizard to give me a heart. <laughs> Fucking Wizard of Oz reference. That's just that's just a cla- that's just a, like retired guy. Then like, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, I can, I got, I got oh, it ready. At the moment, so you got it ready. So I can get it up. At we teased moment. it at the last, the last couple minutes of last episode, folks. We did it. We we have an ad. We have an advertisement. So, the company or the organization ad. I don't know how to fucking word this. I'll take it over. I'll take it they're, over. They're adding this. this hy- they're the they're the sponsor for this yeah. hypothetical. They're sponsoring this, hy- this hypothetical. This hypothetical is brought to you by. The lovely folks at Tampax. Ladies, are you feeling bloated? Muscles aching and cramping? Are you starting to attract bears? Well, we all know what that means. It's that time of the month. And there's only one tampon that will do the trick, and it's Tampax. The lovely folks at Tampax cater to all types of females. Whether you have a wide set vagina or an extra, extra heavy, extra, extra heavy flow, Tampax has you covered. And for a limited time, if you go to www.tampax.com and use promo code BETTING at checkout, you can get 15% off your purchase. That's www.tampax.com, and make sure to let them know the fellas from Betting in the Bleachers sent you. There are go-to tampon when it's that time of the month. Bada bang. Thank you, Tampax, for being our first advertiser. Hopefully that's, there's many more to come. We think it was a very wise investment by you guys. Couldn't agree with it more. I love it. They know they know product placement. They know we have a heavy female listening yeah, audience. Like, they know female. our demographic. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to them. What do girls love? They love talking, sports gambling. They love. Would you rather lick your ass or suck your own balls? They just they know that they know they know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, they they just know what they're looking at. This is a quality podcast. They have females. the data that we don't have. They know who is our. Listener. They know something we don't know because you know. I personally, when they call us with this advertisement, we no, were I, dumbfounded. I was Fan like, Google. really? Huh? They go, yeah. Ninety-nine percent female listeners. Like, wow. Okay. So, so, so to all Crazy. the female listeners out there, all three of you, appreciate you. But yeah, mm-hmm. we got the hypotheticals. So this week's hypothetical is. Would you rather, what is it? Would you rather have a male a male period once a month, so you bleed from your wiener hole once a month, or or would you rather be is it is full it bald. is it full bald or is it no hair on your entire body, fully head bald? So you saw like your like your eyebrows. You have your eyebrows. You have your body hair. Just, just bald. Just top of your head's bald. Okay, yep. that makes it a million times easier for me. I'll I, I do, I've done a little bit of t- a little bit too much talking. I'll kick it over to Dan. He's been quiet. Dan, what are you taking here? Uh, I'm a little torn on this. The, I mean. Pit, I mean, pissing on your pissing blood out of your dick just sounds awful. Uh, not great, not great. And I, I mean, I used to rock the buzz cut all the time. I think I can just go with being bald. Uh huh. I mean, it's I, I know being bald as like a twenty year old male is uh, not a, not a good look for uh-huh. sure. You, you, I mean, and I have a kind of like I don't know if I have a weird head, but I guess because I haven't seen it fully bald. The first second that I see my baldness, I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god!" I think I'd <laughs> yeah, rather, see, I think I'd rather have the period. But I think I think my my knee jerk reaction is just go bald because same, piss. I mean, because I mean, how I mean, pissing blood out of your dick. It's tough. Like you're right. Like St. Baldrick's Day. I remember like whenever the kids who do St. Baldrick's Day, uh, like they always, like I always noticed like I mix in behind them in class. I'd always notice they have like little bumps and shit on their head. Like their heads like uneven. It's like little tiny moles. Things that you would yeah little moles like things you would never see if you weren't bald. And after that, it's not. I mean, 
yeah, it's just I don't know. If you if you can't pull off the bald look, it's just a tough look. I mean, wait, if I'm on my period, can I still jerk off? Uh, I mean, can girls can girls masturbate when they're on their period? Yeah, you can. Yeah, everything still works. I mean, yeah, it still works, but is it like I mean, you is can... it gonna hurt more? No. Okay. I heard, you, I heard sometimes females are horny. Get like one of the symptoms. Oh no, get horny on their period. Females on their period are horn balls. I know, I know that, but like the thing is, like, this is this is a guy period. This is this is guys peeing well, peeing blood out their penis. For all purposes' sake, let's just say they're identical periods. Like you get the cramps, you get the mood swings, you get Cray everything, all that good stuff. Or I think I, I still think I could rock bald. A lot of people cannot, though. A lot of people cannot rock bald. I think I could. I think I could live with it. Well, you're a cutie, Danny. She can pull off any haircut. Thank you, Jake. What are you going with? I'm an ugly bald. My I have a very odd shaped head. I've been getting shit for it my entire life. That my head shapes like a fucking alien. Like I've heard it since like kindergarten. I've been getting bullied about it, so I can't do bald. I'm bullying not funny. Excuse me for laughing. Bullying not is not, not funny. at all. My hairline's already kind of going a little. But bit. But it like, can be sometimes. It's it's thinning around the temple, which is not great. Cause I know I know where it's going. My grandpa's bald. My dad's bald. It's just. But is your mom? Is your mom's grandpa bald? Yep. Okay, so that's that's the telltale oh, sign. Yeah. If you're the way you tell if you're bald, for all the listeners at home who don't know this yet, uh, the way you tell what your what your future holds for you is if your mom's dad, whatever kind of hair your mom's dad has, that's what you can bank on having. So yeah. See it, that makes see that makes my decision even worse because my mom's dad has like a decent head of hair still. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I've seen it before. It's nice, it's nice salad for a man of his age. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. screwed too. Like, my grandpa doesn't even have, like, the sideburns in the back hair. It's all gone. All gone. He's got nothing on top. He wears a, he wears a toupee. Credit to him. Does he really? Oh, he wears a toupee. I've never <laughs> seen Grandpa Larson before. Well, is it Grandpa? No, it's Grandpa. Yeah, it's Grandpa Young. Grandpa my Young. My mom's dad, yeah. I gotta see Grandpa Young. What I noticed, do you think? But I'd be like, oh, um, for sure. Is you've, you've seen him at basketball games and stuff. So, like, you would so. know what? He's been to a couple of my games. So I think you would maybe. I don't know. So, I didn't notice that. So you didn't know. It looks like a good toupee. There's a guy on ESPN. Uh, fuck, I forgot what his name is. He went on part of my take, and, like, everyone says he has a toupee. I, I think it's I true. It you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. I don't know what his name is. I bet that's not a great toupee. So, I mean, did you, is that all you got for the – you got all your takes? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going bald. I'll piss blood. That's I, fine. I take a lot of pride in my salad, so if I had to give that up, I, I just I would be lo- I'd be lost. Especially me, yeah. I used to be, I used to have a buzz cut when I was younger, and I'm a, I was, I'm a skinny guy, so I feel like I would just look like a, like like Nazi Germany uh, camp. What's what do you, what do they call? Oh oh oh! Stretch oh. ball. Yeah, yeah boo! Goner. Two one cup. Fucking get it. Anyways. I just, I, oh man, I, I don't know. I'd be lost without my hair, I feel like. I feel like I'm a real ugly guy. I feel like my hair is the only thing that somewhat somewhat makes me look a little, oh, little cuter. So, funny. Huh? Like, if we're talking about ugliness, yeah, exactly. I'd be I need a shit. wife before I start receding. If I am <laughs> single and I'm bald, I'm done for. I go from Nada. A, nothing's I, going my way. If I lose the hair, I go from a 6.1 to, like, a negative 13. I, I, I need the hair. I'll be pissed. I mean, female... Females do it. Females do it once a month. I mean, if they can do it, you know, bunch of bunch of burly, burly men like us, we can do it too. So I'll, you know, I'll take the I'll take the period once a month. I'll take the cramps, the uh, attraction of the bears, all that, and I'll keep the hair. Well, I, for me, I just like I think I'd have to test the waters of the period. I, that's not how it works, though. I, I, feel like I know that's a problem. One or the other. Like, if it if it sucks as bad as girls make it out to be, then like I maybe take the baldness, but. Well, it's it depends. Tough. Like, there's a lot of different periods. Like, there was a girl I know. I forget what disease she has or disorder, 
but basically her periods are double where she'll have two week periods, two weeks off. And then it's like two and two. Like it's not one week and then three weeks God. regular. It's, it's, it's a struggle. And it's like real heavy flow. She told me like, I, I feel bad. Can you take birth control? Cause females take birth control to regular. That does control the whole. Wait, uh, can I, can I get pregnant to stop the period? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think so. Cause I mean, being, I mean, the period is a direct result of females being able to give birth. Obviously it's not, I mean, so I, I feel like, I, I, well, you can get so. you can get pregnant on your period too. Mm-hmm. Many guys don't know that, so be safe, guys. I do kind of have a funny story about baldness, though. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, so this is when I was a little bit younger. Um, my dad, he he had a full head of hair, and uh, he shaved he shaved his head bald completely as a Halloween costume. He was going as a the main character from uh, the old TV show called the The Shield. Never watched the show, but I've seen what the guy looks like, just completely bald. My dad kind of looked like the guy. I didn't know he did it until the, the morning after the Halloween, Halloween party he was at. And uh, my mom just told me, he's like, your dad's going to look a lot different. He's going to be completely bald. I'm like, what? He's like, She's like, yeah, he has no hair right now. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, after that, his hair did not grow back, pretty much. <laughs> oh, seriously? Oh. How long ago was Jerry, that? No. I was maybe like eight or nine years old. Seriously, he literally did like he. I mean, it's like it's he. He has like hair, but it's like pretty like thinned out. That's a, he. That's he a used theory. to have like he used to have like nor like a, like a normal like head of hair. I can't even imagine that. I've only ever I've only ever. I mean, obviously, because it happened when we were young. Oh. I can only imagine Jerry having having no hair. That'd be oh man, that'd be like oh, that'd be that's like a big time fear. I've I've like I feel like that's a thing like you wouldn't think of until it's like gonna happen. Like once you start like overthinking it. Like if you ever like have to like shave your head for anything, it's like what if it never grows back? Oh, that's that's, like, that's, that's why I'm never gonna do it again. That's what it is. Like I don't know if you've seen on Twitter or Facebook, but there was like some sappy emotional tweet where it's like, one day you and your friends went to hang out one time, and you didn't know it was the last time you went to go hang out. Same like Jesus. you yeah. you went in to shave your head for the last time, not knowing this was the last time it wouldn't grow back. You ran you ran your hair through you ran your your hand through your hair one last time, never not, not knowing you will literally never be able to do that again. Oh man, that brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> I'm terrified. But uh, yeah, that's that was hypothetical. That's, ta- that's talking. That's talking of blood out of the wiener. Oh yeah, that's that's a specialty. That's what this fans podcast. came for us. Fans came for us. It's not what you want, but what you need. Exactly. You're so welcome. you're welcome. Now we uh we got a new segment. I saw mm-hmm. this last night because I'm a, I'm a stupid person and I've had many stupid thoughts in my life. So the new segment's called Ah, that was stupid. And let me just explain a little bit. Basically, we've all been young once. We've all been dumb. We've all had stupid beliefs that are just oblivious and dumb. And they we know they're not true now, but before we thought they were true. And ah, that was just stupid. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. So I'll lead off. My ah, uh, that was stupid. Was I was told in fifth grade that if you're having sex and the girl's on top and you come, she can't get pregnant because semen can't like fight gravity. Simply and right, I yeah. thought, yeah, of course, it adds up. Like, it all adds up. Yeah, one plus one equals two. Fine by me. Like, yeah, no, I, I understand. Ah, uh, that was that was stupid. I, I feel like a fucking idiot. My, I'll I'll take I'll take over from there. My, that was stupid. Is when I was young and uh, you know. As any young boy does, me and my mom used to go on bike rides all the time. It was a, it was a great time in my life. You know, I just loved getting on, getting on the bike and just just pedaling my little heart out. And I used to always wear a helmet. This is when I was a youngin', so I used to always wear a helmet. And then one day, uh, I got on the bike. 
I start riding it. I'm halfway up the drive. I'm like, wait, mom, I, I don't have my helmet on. She's like, oh, you're fine. You, you don't need it. I'm like, I, I like, I thought like, if I don't have my helmet on, I thought like, through, like a requirement of riding a bike is like having your helmet on. Like if I don't have my helmet on, bike just won't work. It's that's state law forty five dash twelve, right? Well, Becker's are bad boy. You know, Mom Becker's oh. a bad boy. She goes, no, we're she goes, Matt, we're not pussies around here. We don't wear helmets. But no, I, I literally thought I'm like, wait, if I don't wear my helmet, like I, like as I'm like riding up, the, I, I'm riding up the driveway, like holy shit, like I, I can't believe this right now. I just always thought it was like mandatory, so. Oh, that was stupid. I thought I had to wear a helmet to ride a bike. What a fucking idiot. Dan, what do you got? Um one one thing I thought, wow, that was that was pretty stupid of me. Um I thought professional wrestling was completely real at face value. <laughs> that's all of us. Yeah, that's like, no, that's that's but that's but that's it's so stupid, but that looking back stupid. at it, everybody did it. Every I mean, not everybody I'm not I can't speak ever. But if you look back at it, you're like, wow, that was pretty stupid of me to actually believe that, like, what's going on is completely real. That's true. That's, we all had that stupid phase. That everybody like, everybody had that phase. And it's, I mean, it was a, it was a fun phase to be a part of, though. It was, oh, it was, it was at the time. It was a great phase. It was completely real that people are, like, knee each other in the oh forehead God, and yeah. just, like. This guy just broke, Stone Cold Steve Austin just Broke a, broke a beer over that lady's head, then he just <laughs> shotgunned 15 beers in a row. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. We need to talk about this. Huh? We need to talk about this. This guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Whoever was a de- designated beer thrower for Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, deserves a- to be in the Hall of Fame. I always have wondered when I see those clips, because there's this old Twitter account. I've never seen called. a clip of him missing. Yeah. They're like fucking They're 50 throws. yards it never misses. right to the hand. I feel like... I feel like it was like Montana, like retired from the NFL and just like went and sat, sat courtside, sat uh, rinkside. It was just chucking beers over to, it was just chucking beers over over to Stone Cold. You're right, yeah. Now that I think about it, they were always perfect. He had good hands too. I don't think I've ever seen him. I've never, never seen he, one. He drops a beer. That's just like the end of the whole thing. I he, think has so. to, he has to walk out of the ring and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll 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 be hey, better next time. Hanging up the bootstraps. I'll be better. I'll be better tomorrow if you if he drops that beer. So I mean, yeah, it really is. You, you need a good execution there. They they always had it. I mean, how many how many beers do you think were thrown during the, like his course of wrestling? Millions. Yeah, I mean. Millions. <laughs> I've never so, once seen him. So many, not from these eyes. We can, we can, we can transition this into a quick little, uh, little power ranking. Top, uh, top QB wide receivers. I think. Ooh, top QB receiver combos. Okay. I think so. I think so. Uncle Steve Austin's beer thrower to him. It's got to be top top five at least. Yeah, I mean, you. Right I mean, if you Brady break Moss it down, he's yeah. probably up there. Stone Cold one, Brady Moss two. I'm I'm struggling to think of any. Montana Rice. Montana Rice. That's strong. I'm not getting into it. Uh, okay, you, you you can. We're not getting. You can admit. You Why? Can say, Why not? You can, you can say Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice. But you can also still say Jerry Rice is good. Jerry Rice is quite good. Yeah, that's what he's but saying. People he's saying that he's the best receiver, and some even say he's the best football player of all time. I'm not getting started. I'll blow. He has more, Jake. He has more yards. Well, guess what? I don't fucking care. What's your what's Frank Gore has like the care. fourth most rushing yards ever. He's not the fourth best running back ever. So. <laughs> yeah. And- and you, um, the the, num- the numbers speak for themselves, Jake. Numbers never lie. Numbers never. Is that show still going on? Uh, no, they, that thing got that thing got tossed oh, a oh, long was, time ago. Oh yeah, with uh, Michelle being on for a long time. That's gone. No, it's with, that, uh, that was Jamel Hill, That's wasn't it? Yeah, that was Jamel. The only numbers never lie that I recognize is KFC's uh, diss track to El Presidente. That was numbers never lie. So that's only that's only numbers never lie that I recognize. Shout you out know KFC. what else doesn't lie? Our picks don't lie. Never. We don't get any wrong. For, for on the record, I don't want to say that Rice was better than Moss. I know that Moss was better. Thank you. We're three for three on that. I was going to block you from my phone and just never call you. I want to go on the record by saying that. 
we're yeah, we're all, we're three for three on that. We, we all have correct opinions, and that's one of them. You know, also always correct opinions. Our picks Ooh. never lost. Never once. Undefeated, undefeated for this week. We haven't lost yet. No, no, we have not. We have not. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dan, you keep going last, so I think you're gonna lead off the picks this week. All right, sweet. I, I feel feel pretty good. Feeling actually really good about these picks, as I do every week. Which <laughs> I mean, tends to backfire, but you know, it's a new it's a new, it's a new week. It's a new week. I feel really good. Last week behind us. This week is a, you were above five hundred last week. I was yeah. I mean, I, I I'm no longer the fade guy as I was the week before. I'm the fade guy this week. I stunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not not the fade guy anymore. Um, I probably will be after this week, even though I I like these picks. Um, okay, I'm starting it out. West Virginia minus four against Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech isn't bad, but I think West Virginia is a very, very good team. Um, next up, UCF minus 13 and a half against Pitt. UCF blows out every single team they play. UCF's at home. Take that. That's probably – that's my favorite pick this week for college football. Let's start next to it. Is you guys want to start doing best bets? Like of our four, we have a best. This bet. this is this is my best bet is UCF okay. minus thirteen and a half. If we want to if we want to go with our best bet, mm-hmm. um, next I'm going to go with uh, Stanford plus five and a half against ND. I think this is going to be a battle. Um, give, making Stanford do- like five and a half point dogs here. I actually like Stanford to win this game. This straight off. This is prime time, right? This has to be prime oh, time. Oh yeah. Game. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, is a prime a lot time. Of good prime time game this week. There is, there is a, there. It's a pretty good slate. Oh, um, people, good games. But yeah, Stanford minus fi- or pl- plus five and a half. Um, I mean, obviously, ND had their great week against Michigan. Um, Stanford had a little shakeup against Oregon last week. They ended up winning. That was a great. Um, that was a great. That was a great. I, I, I had, I had Stanford with the points. That was cool. That worked out great for mm-hmm. me. Oh, they're mine actually. Yeah. So I had them against the spread. Oh, that worked out great for me. Man. Yeah, the, the, it, and that game was that game was not looking good the the whole way. Yeah, I wasn't really watching. I I, I turned it on like the third third quarter because I was watching the Wisconsin game, uh, and the Cubs. And I I'm like, oh fuck, they're gonna lose. Like they're they're, they're they start taking timeouts with like or David Shaw, was it David Shaw? No, it's David Shaw, right? That's head coach for Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shaw. I know his last name is Shaw for sure. He starts taking timeouts with like three minutes left to try and ice the clock. I'm like, oh my, like, what are you doing, man? Like they get one. For, I mean, obviously you either do it like at the. At, do it with three minutes left or with one minute left, I, I guess. You'd rather play, rather do it with three, so that doesn't make sense. But that was just an all-time collapse by Oregon. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry to derail you there for a second. Go no problem. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. Um, lastly, Ohio State minus three and a half against Penn State. Love it. I love this pick, too. Um, la- I mean, last week I, I took Pe- I took Penn State against U of I at, as a uh, fr- – I think they, were, they played Friday. Mm-hmm. And it was Penn State minus 27 and a half. They were tied in the fourth quarter. They covered. They had no business covering even, like, the whole game. I, I mean, Illinois had a shot. And the how badly Penn State played those first three quarters against fucking Illinois – I mean the the scoreboard. I mean that's one of the biggest scoreboard tells lies games I've ever seen in my life, because they were tied after three quarters, and they covered twenty nine and a half or I think twenty seven and a half I think was the line, but they, they covered, which is nuts. My roommate, my roommate's a diehard Illinois football fan, Illinois sports fan. Shout out, shout out, shout out Tyler Feldner. You know he's not fucking listening to this right now. He might tell him to listen every week. He still doesn't listen. Uh, he. He's a big Illinois fan, and it was it was tough watching the emotions go from 
I think they were Illinois was fucking up, and I feel like even Illinois fans knew like okay, once Penn State like cleans it up, like they're gonna they're obviously gonna win this game. But I mean to go from tied, but it took them till the fourth quarter to clean it up. Go from tied to like literally losing the spread in a single quarter when it's twenty eight points, not good. No, I'll I'll say it, not good. Actually, bad. Tough time to be an Illinois football fan. Horrible, I must say. Or Illinois sports fan in general. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, no, you're right. Just an Illinois fan in general. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up from here in the college picks. So this week, looking forward to this week. I don't remember. I think I was like, I, I think I was two and two in college last week. That's unacceptable. That, that's losing you money. So, you know, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do better by you guys. I have to do better by you guys. The, the, loyal, the loyal, loyal listener. Pick number one, we got Army plus seven and a half at Buffalo. I mean, you got to respect our troops. That's that, that's as simple as that. You got to respect our troops. Uh, Buffalo. Actually, or, good, which I forgot when I made that pick. I think they they just upset somebody. Didn't they? Buffalo just beat the like shit Rutgers. out of yeah, they beat the Rutgers. Shit out of Rutgers. Okay, so that doesn't really. I mean, Army took Oklahoma to OT last week. So I'll take. I'll definitely take. Okay, so yeah, and you give them the plus seven and a half. They just. I mean, everyone knows this. They just suffocate you. Like they just get the ball. They they run the they run the uh, triple option. They run the triple option. They just dominate time possession. So I'm taking Army plus seven and a half at Buffalo. Lock it up. Uh, we got Kansas plus eighteen at at Oklahoma State. When I first saw this line, I'm like, oh, Kansas plus 18. Like, they're actually good this year. Then I realized they're playing Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's actually good. So, this line makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm riding it. Kansas plus 18. Yeah, I was I, – when I saw it, when I when you texted me that pick, I was like, you're going to have to defend that. They're home, right? You watch, it, you watch them play against – no, they're at OK State. Yeah, it's at, it's at Kansas. Wait, it is, it, it is at Kansas? Yeah, it is. Okay, but, I mean, regardless, I mean, I watched them play against Baylor. They're, they're so bad. Maybe – I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Uh, and Baylor's like, not even. Baylor's not even. I great. don't want to step on your toes, but the only reason I don't like the pick is OKC got embarrassed in the second half against Texas Tech. Are you think they're going to want to rebound? They, they I don't the think league. they're. No, they end up losing. Oh, Texas Tech killed them in the second half. They shut them out. So I think they might be a bit upset. I mean, Mike Gundy's going to fire those boys up. I, I I'm I'm sticking with my boys over Kansas. I'm sticking with uh. Jayhawks. I'm sticking with Perry Ellis and the boys. So we'll take Kansas plus eighteen there. Uh. Next we got Cincinnati minus seventeen at UConn. I mean UConn's a basketball school. And they're not even they're not even really good at that this past year. They weren't even good at that. They stink. They stink. And the last pick we got LSU minus eleven and a half minus eleven and a half versus Ole Miss. That's my that's my lock it up game of the week for college. I mean Coach O. That's all I got. I I just love Coach O. Which one's your best bet? LSU. LSU. Okay. LSU. Um, I'll wrap. Or, or it that up. tiger. Or the tiger. Um, I'll wrap it up because I got a couple repeats. Just like Dan, I got West Virginia minus four at Texas Tech. West Virginia has the best scoring defense in the league, in the whole country right now, which I find very shocking for a Big 12 team. So I think they'll play enough defense to end up covering that four. I got Kentucky minus one and a half hosting South Carolina. I got Stanford plus five and a half, just like Dan against at Notre Dame. Stanford, I think, is just – it's going to be like a 21-17 ball game. I think five and a half, even if they end up losing, is – a lot of points in that type of game. Because Notre Dame can't pass, Stanford can't really pass, it's going to be a lot of running. Um, and then the last pick I like, Louisiana Lafayette, plus 48 and a half against Bama. <laughs> that's a whole heap of points right there. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that your best bet? Um, no, my best bet's West Virginia, minus four. Okay. I'm very confident in that one. But 48 and a half points. Like, if you see that on the board, I think you just got to take it. It's a lot of scoring. Like, Bama <laughs> has to play a perfect game to cover 48 and a half. Well, yeah, that's it we got for college. Yeah. I mean, do, do you guys have any, you know, stories? What, I mean, what do you 
Um, from college football. Northern I mean, not, nothing crazy. Florida stunk against Florida State. Or Northern stunk against Florida State. He's a player, Rod Carey. He's a – oh, my God. Oh, so I'm assuming oh. not a lot of people were, were watching ESPNU when the game was on, but Northern goes for the two-point conversion. They line up in the formation, you know, one back, two receivers to the left, receiver to the right, and they're supposed to be a tight end on the right side too. And the fucking tight end for a guy who's supposed to be on the <laughs> in the goddamn play. So like you see him running onto the field, oh shit! All of a sudden, uh, before before they even snapped the ball, or before he gets set, they snapped the ball, which is like I don't I don't know if they were running against the the, the play clock. I have no clue. I don't but, even think they were. So they get a penalty, five yards, illegal formation, or false start. I don't know what they call it. So now they're still going for two on the seven yard line. They run the same exact fucking trick play, and it was just dead. Same exact for yeah, literally got stopped for. And that is the reason why Northern has the worst offense in all of Division One sports. Fly rod carry, fly rod carry, fly rod carry. Yeah, I agree. Fuck Not I worst, agree. but top, bottom. It's miserable to watch because they have a pretty good defense. If they could like average twenty-eight a game, I think they would have a pretty good year. But... Which is very similar to the Bears situation. We can we can save that. We can get into yeah. that later after we get mm-hmm. after we go out. No Bears offense. receivers catch passes. We don't catch passes. How was uh the Marquette football game? Oh, it was great. They they didn't lose. Undefeated still. Yeah, undefeated. Heck yeah, baby. I'd say they're a sleeper for the uh, Final Four. Hurry here first. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put my reputation on that. If you win the Big East, you got to go to the playoff. But Absolutely. okay. I'll get to the NFL yeah. picks. Dan, we'll kick it off, baby. We'll All right, let's go. Uh, let's start out with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles minus four against the Titans. I know the Titan- Titans are riding hot from their game against the Jags, but now Carson Wentz he shook the rust off against the Colts. I think the Eagles are ready to roll the rest of the year. Um, next, next I got the, um, Saints minus three and a half against the Giants. Um, the Saints had a huge win against the Falcons last week in OT. They lit up the scoreboard. Um, I know the Giants beat the Texans last week, but the, the, the Texans stink. Um, get, take the Saints cause they're just going to put up a boatload of points. Um, next, I got the Browns against plus three against the Raiders. We love and, the Browns, and uh, I think uh, Matt and Jake can uh, attest to that one. Uh, the Raiders no spoilers, are they, asshole. Spoiler alert. Don't step on my fucking toes. I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm just. I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm not saying you pick this team. I'm just saying that you probably like this bet. Um, Raiders suck. Baker, he's their guy. Take the points. Lastly, Falcons minus five against the Bengals. The Falcons do not want to go to one and three. No, they don't. They do not want to go to one and three because then that labels them frauds. And one and three is really tough to come back for, I think, a team that could possibly win a lot of games like the Falcons. Minus five against the Bengals. I like it. I'll take over NFL from there. We got that, – that, that, that looks like four winners to me, Dan. I'm liking your picks. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Wait. Let's go. I don't see well, a loss. well, let's go. I was gonna say let's go eight now, but we do both have Browns plus three. So I'll start there. So we'll go seven and a. Hopefully Jake. Well, I don't want to step on Jake's toes. Don't fucking step on my toes. I'll start. I'll start with Browns plus three, like Dan said at the end there. I mean Baker Baker touchdown Baker Baker touchdown maker. It's an electric nickname. I don't know how you can bet against it. How you can bet against that after just hearing that. I, I I mean Oakland stinks. They're oh they're oh for right oh and three. The Raiders o- are oh and three. Correct. Raiders are oh for John Gruden's a bum. Uh, I like Baker. I mean, he was he brought him down for tw- brought them down from twenty nothing. I think he's the uh, spark that they needed. It's not twenty nothing. It was like fourteen nothing. They're not fourteen. Fourteen nothing. Fourteen. Fourteen twenty. Same thing. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not a math. I'm not a math guy. Never have been. Never will be. No, numbers, you're Big J. Numbers not my thing. 
Uh, pick so yeah, so Browns plus three there. Pick number two, we got Miami plus six and a half at New England. I I feel like it's just fact. I I didn't actually look this up. I I I thought about looking it up, but I said eh, I'll just say it and hopefully it's true. I I I think it's a fact. Miami always gives New England trouble. I know they beat them last year at the end of the season. They might have gone two and zero against New England. I, no, they didn't. I think they won the one one. They usually give them fits in Miami when it's hot out. They beat they That's beat them in Miami think. last year for sure. Maybe at, at least, at least, I, I couldn't tell you what the like. This is this is going to be nice for me to have looked it up and have these these numbers ready. We don't do research. That's not, I mean, come on, that's not, it's not. That's not what you're here for. That's not what we're here for. So I got 18 credits. I don't have time to look. This exactly, I, I have 15 credits. I'm a student, not an athlete, exactly, and a gambler. So I, I am, and Miami is legit this year. New, New England, I mean, this is every year they do this. They start off slow, and everyone's like, "Oh, Patriots, are they done? Are they done?" Mm-hmm. So you got that with the combination of New England or Miami actually looking very good this year. I think I'm own. I think I bet against them every single week, and I'm own three. So in, in my mind, that makes them like the best team in football. When that happens, when you just keep either when you bet when you bet for a team multiple times and they lose, and they're like they're like the worst team, or you bet on a team and they keep winning, it's like they're the best team. So Miami, the fact that I've lost to them, they're the best team in football in my eyes. So Miami plus six and a half at New England, lock it up. We got Buffalo plus nine and a half at Green Bay. I mean. The fact that Buffalo, the fact that Buffalo covered the biggest, what was it? How, uh, Plus seventeen and a half. They had. It was the biggest. What was it? It was the biggest uh, upset. It was the biggest upset in terms of a spread in like, like sixteen years or twenty years or something like that. Covering sixteen and a half against the Vikings, who could very easily win the uh, NFC. So I mean, you're, now now they're going to Green Bay against a hobbled uh, Aaron Rodgers, that little pussy boy. So I think that's that's just easy money. Buffalo plus nine and a half there, and then last pick, I, I'm debating. You know, I'll, I'll I'll make this my lock of the week. We got over my my NFL lock of the week, I should say, over fifty six in Kansas at Denver. I mean, I'm just riding. I'm just riding the Kansas City overs. They're three zero on. The, they're three zero with the overs. Denver has they they have okay. I mean, they put up at least like twenty points in every game except for one game. Now that I think about it, so that was a lie. I apologize. They have a halfway decent offense, and I mean Kansas City has no defense, so Denver will be scoring points, and we know Kansas City is gonna be scoring points. So give me over fifty six and a half and lock that one up for this week for the NFL. Oh yeah, I didn't get my best bet. It's the Eagles minus four. Eagles minus four. So we got Eagles minus yeah. four. Kansas City, Denver over fifty six. Jake, what do you got for? Uh, Let's go. Give it to um, me, baby. First, we got Chargers minus ten and a half hosting San Francisco. T.J. Beathard fucking stinks. That's a good pick. I, I, that's a that's a very good pick. The Chargers are one and two. That. They need a W, and just like San Francisco's a a wounded wounded animal right now. They're just gonna get murdered. I think. Uh, we got Broncos plus five and a half against KC. It's at home Monday night. They have an extra day to prepare for Kansas City's offense. I think that the Kansas City defense is not that great. At home, I think Denver's going to keep it close enough to get five and a half. They have a very good pass rush to get to Mahomes, and they have a decent secondary. And they went out right? I don't know if they went out right, but I think five and a half is a lot at home. Um, I like the Browns plus three at the Raiders. Sounds familiar. Just because – just you two said, I like it. Yeah. Baker puts up points. He gives the offense life. And I think the Raiders just aren't any good. So, yeah, last pick and my best bet, Bears minus three hosting the Buccaneers. No, I mean, okay, we Bear can, down. We can transition transition into Bears talk. Do you guys think who, – who do you guys think starting this? I mean, they got to go Fitzmagic, right? They're going Fitzpatrick with, without a Have doubt. Have they announced that yet? No, but I I'm just gonna I'm locking that right now. I feel like it's just you you just know like you have you you know what you, what you have with Fitzmagic. I feel like Jameis is youngin, 
and I, he's, he's he's not he's like he's a few years into the league, but he's still young, and he's like the, potentially the future of their franchise. I've, I mean, I, I feel like you can ride out Fitzmagic for a few weeks, but before long, if he starts mm-hmm. to slip up at all, I feel like you got you got to hand it off to you got to hand it back up. And I, I think they will, but there's no. I mean, th- three straight 400 yards passing games. Yeah, I don't. Has Jameis ever done that once? Has Jameis ever thrown for four hundred yards? Fucking loser! I don't even know. He just looks like an idiot. They're gonna, they're gonna ride with Fitzpatrick. I mean, they're, they're gonna give it to Jameis eventually, but they're gonna ride the hot hand. They're two and one. They're gonna try and win football games. This is, I mean, that's gotta be their guy for now. My my hot take for well, my hot take that I've been saying, I just. I think the Bears, unless Trubisky picks it up, I, he's going to be the thing that holds it back because they have the good defense, they have the running backs, they have the wide receivers. It's just Trubisky like making the throws and like trusting himself and mm-hmm. not just like fucking lofting it into double coverage. And like, um, I just, I'm I'm worried about him. If we're being honest, I'm worried about him. We just need Mitch to be competent. Yeah, we just need him to just that's just it. Just be average, and hopefully, I, I I hope he just gets aggressive with it because he's been very he's been very passive. He's been like not trusting himself. I'd rather just see him just be just be a gunslinger and just like ripping it because I mean he has the talent. So if he just if he can just start being aggressive, then he he starts to make these completions, and then he like, he gains confidence. I mean, Bears are definitely a playoff team at least, and they I mean I don't want to say Super Bowl contender. I don't want to say that too early, but if he if if he's if he can get it done, they're a very dangerous team. I'll say that. Mitch, the team will go as far as Mitch takes him. Like if he plays like this, where he's not confident and he's happy feet in the pocket, they can get a wild card berth and just probably. Not do much in the playoffs, but if Mitch all of a sudden like figures it out and clicks, they can definitely at least compete for a Super Bowl. I have no doubt in my mind that defense is too damn good not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, one if if Mitch can flip the switch, it's going to be so fun for the Bears. Oh, it'll be so much fun! Like, keep talking about the Bears. Like, I don't know why, and I did not get to watch the first half of the Bears game because me and Matt were at Cubs Sox. We were on the way back for the first half. I have not seen this offense take, like, a 40-yard bomb to Taylor Gabriel yet, and I don't understand why. Like, Mitch has the arm strength. Just one or one to three plays a game of just absolute bombs. Just hope they work, and if they don't, they don't. Oh, well, but, like, we have the arm strength, and we have the speed to at least take it. That was never that was never Kansas City's offense, though, with Nagy at the home, or with, with Nagy uh, as the OC. Like they, I mean, obviously, that's what – now now that now, now that he's gone, now that Alex Smith is gone and Matt Nagy's gone, they got Mahomes with a rocket arm throwing bombs to Tyreek Hill, but that was just like, that was like never their offense. Like they they always like dipping in and uh, like going for like short yarded, like safer, more conservative play call. So I mean, no, but they would go short with dump offs to Kareem Hunt and then like dump offs to Tate or Travis Kelsey. But then every once in a while, they'll just have bombs to Tyreek Hill where it'll just be lofting it up 40 yards. And a lot of the time he caught it, but like, man, if we, if we get a Tyreek Hill type player, he's, I mean, he's, it's tough to, it's tough to, it's tough to place him somewhere as like one of the best wide receivers in the NFL because he's like just he's like strictly fast. Yeah, which is like you really he's is. Devin Hester is, with good route exactly, running and hands. Exactly. So I mean, it's tough to like quantify like where you put him top ten, but man, if the Bears could get a Tyree kill, who would be we'd be very dangerous. Well, there's only one Tyree exactly. kill. Yeah, exactly. that's the problem. Every yeah. year in the draft under the Matt Nagy system, I just want the Bears to draft the fastest wide receiver in the draft and just hey, if it works, it works. We got a speed surf, not oh well. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's my only thing. Like. Mitch, I, I still have confidence in because you can lean on the defense and Willie has these growing pains. If it's like this at the end of the year, I will not be as confident. But right now, I'm, I still have trust in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's still too early, but these first three weeks, he has not 
impress me at all. He still is very football young, which Big Cash has a lot. Piece, so keep talking. Okay, we'll do. Uh, he is he is very football young in terms of like he has, hasn't played like a lot. I mean, and this is, I'll it's. I, I used to give Jay Cutler this pass like for every new offensive coordinator he had, which he had like a billion mm-hmm. of them. He's he's still like he's still like learning the new offense. Like I mean, you, you see these guys like Rodgers and Brady, like they're amazing because they've been like in the same offensive schemes for like their entire careers, pretty much. So I mean, like I, you should probably give him like a little bit of slack, or we should give him a little bit of slack for that. But as the weeks go on, obviously, if he doesn't get better, I mean, I don't know. We're not gonna hand it off to Chase Daniels, but no, we need I mean, to. they're gonna they're gonna ride with Mitch no matter what. Yeah. But I mean, you watch you watch what fucking Mahomes is doing now. You you you're, you're you like, just think you're like you're like why didn't we take this guy, man? He's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. But again, three weeks of play. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be making that take. I'm not gonna be you know all pissy. Like, well, why didn't we take Mahomes? Or Deshaun Watson starting to you know slip up yeah. a little bit everyone, this year. Everyone go through his ups and downs. Like Deshaun Watson looked like a god for four weeks last year, and now he looks incompetent. Both. Like everyone mm-hmm. goes through ups and downs. Mahomes is not going to stay this high. He's probably going to have a two, three week stretch. Exactly. Where he looks yeah. like an absolute ass clown where he throws like three picks a game. But we haven't seen that awesome stretch from Mitch. That once. is what makes me nervous. We haven't seen a ceiling yet. Well, we, I mean, he was fucking under the John Fox offense last year. And he didn't even start every game. So I feel like, I feel like this is like a new slate for him. I don't even want to like look or count last year at all. He's running that. F- I remember they, they asked Matt Nagy. Uh, but when he got hired, they go. So, like, uh, have you did you ever watched? Have you been watching film of uh, Bears offense last year? Like, what'd you think of it? He goes, man, I don't know what the fuck that was. But, I mean, John Fox just said like he's running like the worst offense of all time. So I almost like don't even want to count. I almost like don't even want to count anything from like what happened last year. I just want to give him like a new slate. First three games, that still is not an excuse. First three games hasn't looked great. But I, mean, I, I we got to obviously we've all we've all been saying we try to give him more time and hopefully he gets better. Because if he if he's good, like we can go very far. We can go very far if he's good. Mm-hmm. This is just typical Bears. I mean, it's just very typical Bears have, like, amazing defense and just a subpar quarterback. So hopefully yep. we can get that fixed and change it for once in this fucking franchise's history, have a good quarterback and a good defense well, at the same time. So far, we got the defensive player of the year, yeah, Mac Daddy. Absolutely. I mean, you got to – he's MVP for sure. Give it to him already. Give him the at – least, at least give him the defensive player of the year already. Honestly, minimally. Guy's been an absolute When was the last time a defensive player won MVP? Is it like, I know, I'm assuming it has happened. What would it be, J.J. Watt? I, I think it's, I think it's been a very play. long time. I don't think J.J. Watt is ever I think he just got one. deep play. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good question. It'll, it'll still go to an offensive player, but if Mac can do this for 16 games, He's the MVP. He's then that would be. I don't, think, I don't think he will, but that'd be badass. Another another good question I was thinking of, because as we're watching the Cubs and as we transition into Cubs talk, when did you guys think the last time the Bears and the Cubs were both in first place in their divisions? 2006. Is that the stuff you're just saying? Is that a fact? No, I'm just guessing. It's like it has to be at least 2004. 1823. No, yeah, no, it's definitely not 2006. They stunk then. 1891. I mean, it has to. I mean, the fact that both these teams are lining up. The fact that both these teams are lining up to be good. Oh no, that's not. Oh, Jake. I feel like. Well, that was tough. That was tough. (laughs) Oh boy. Jake just stood up for a grand slam. You thought Rizzo grand slam? Are you watching this Cubs game, Danny? Uh, no, my TV's out in my room right now, but uh, <laughs> it's on downstairs. Bases are bases are loaded. Uh, Riz is up to bat. He hits the ball, and it, it looked good off the bat, I will admit. But Jake stood up, started fist pumping. It was a grand slam. It was a, it was a, a lazy fly on center fielder. It's a tough. Yeah, it was a tough. Run. It was, was a tough, tough look. It was a tough look. We got in a run. That's all that matters. But yeah, I mean, that was a bad look. They're at, they're like I'd be surprised if there was ever a point when both teams, when both the Bears and Cubs were good enough, they're both at the top of their divisions because it's just, mm-hmm. it's just so rare for them to both be good. 
we can transition into Cubs talk. What, what kind of what, what are we thinking going into the uh, playoffs? You you two can go first because I know me and Matt, you and I disagree. Dan, I don't know where you are on the nervous scale, but I would like to wrap it up because I'm assuming I have a different take from both of you. Dan, you want you want to kick us off, kick it off for us? Um, I'm not shitting myself, but I'm like concerned. I mean, back to back. I mean, two 18 innings of play with. I mean, not not including tonight. 18 innings of play of scoring one run against the Pirates. That's not good. No. And our one run, our one run was Cole Hamill's solo shot. So that's yeah. Well, I mean, that was and that was it. Me, that, I, that like barely counts. I mean, it counts obviously, but I, it, it, it really, but it really doesn't does though it. because it's because it's, this lineup isn't producing. No. I mean, I, but I'm not like I'm not like scared. I'm not like you know panicking. I'm not. It's none of that. I think that I mean the Cubs are still going to win this division, even though we're saying this with the Brewers a half game behind us. It, I mean, it's still it's got to be concerning, especially with uh, Moreau out for the rest of the year. Strope is still on the shelf. He'll be. I mean, he'll be back, but I don't know. I, I'm definitely concerned about the bullpen. I think they will be able to get it done, but it's gonna man, it's gonna be a lot of ass, a lot of ass clenching, a lot of heart attacks in the playoffs when they call in Jose De La Rosa from the pen to the hole off like mm-hmm. the Brewers, the Cardinals in the eighth inning. That's gonna be tough. I, I I'm not too worried about their bullpen. I just I hate how like if you follow if you follow Frederick especially on Twitter, I'm not I, I like don't dislike I used to hate him. I don't hate him as much anymore. I just I don't like how he's always just like – I still have faith in this team. If we, if our bats can get hot, we can beat anybody in, in baseball. So I don't want to be he, – he acts like you can – he acts like there's two He acts like there's two options. Either you're all in on this team and there's no way they lose or you're like – You're uh, what, you're a Michael Wilbon. You're a Wilbon and it's like you're a hater. I'm like – I'm not all in on this team because like they have to prove that they can like – because I mean like you said, they, they went two straight games with one run from the fucking pitcher sitting, hitting a solo shot. And the and like the bull, or the pitching has been well. How many runs? Yeah, they gave up like five runs in game one, six runs last night, right? Mm-hmm. That's not great. I mean, I don't know. I I'm not saying I have no faith in them. I just need them to like consistently keep the bats going. They're they're turning around tonight. They have three runs right now through two through like three innings. So I mean, if, if they're if, I need their bats to catch fire because that's how they're going to win yeah. games. That's what they did in free agency. They didn't get a pitcher. They got Daniel Murphy to just like mash home runs. So if they can hit, I, they can play with anybody in this league. Don't get me wrong, but I just need to see it more consistently. Okay, so Jake. I, Jake. I, I know I have a different opinion from both of you. My nervous scale on the 1 from 10 is at a 0. I am not nervous. I'm frustrated because everything is still there. Everything is just – it's just frustrating because I know it's there. It's just not working out. Nervousness, like they're still – That's that's Isn't that why you should be nervous? I'm not nervous because they've been – they've made the NLCS – Three straight years. Like, it's the same roster. A couple pieces are different, but everyone there has done it. So, that doesn't make me nervous. We don't have our MVP. We don't have our MVP, but we Javier became an MVP all of a sudden. So, like. That's true. And Chris Bryant, the rest of this year is just going to be 60% KB. He was going to have some shoulder surgery in the offseason to clean up whatever the fuck's going wrong with that back shoulder. I don't know. And that makes me nervous. The team-wise, I'm nervous. Chris Bryant's health, yes. Because if you don't have the power on your right shoulder, you can't push the ball to right field. And what makes Chris Bryant a special hitter is he has power to all fields. And if you guys have been noticing when watching the games, when he has played, every team has had a strong shift to the left side. 
His first three years, no one did that to Chris Bryant. But now since Cause he he does, he's pulling the ball, ball he's pulling more this year. He doesn't have that power in that right shoulder. It's fatigue. It's sore for some reason because that slide early in the year. So in the offseason, he'll get that surgery. He'll be fine. But for the team now, I'm not nervous. I'm frustrated. And in the playoffs, I think the only thing that makes me nervous is the bullpen. Because, and not because of the guys we have, but because of Joe. Because we know from 2016 and we know from last year with Wade Davis. Whenever we get into a, like a bind, it's okay. Let's go to one guy. Okay, let's go to Chapman six outs. Oh, Wade Davis. Or oh, go get seven outs, Wade Davis. And I don't know if it's better or worse that we don't have that guy. No, this year. Not, actually, I think I actually I think I actually like that we don't have a guy. Well, Strope will be the guy once he comes back. But I I, I, actually, I agree with you. I think I do like that we don't have a single guy that you can just go. Oh, here. You're but Joe Joe's not going to be asking Pedro Strope to yeah, come no. in the seventh inning because he'll he'll. Yeah, he'll inevitably fuck up at least one game. So, so actually, it, it might be saving Joe from himself not having that top two closer in the league. I could I could see Joe throwing out Pedro Strope first inning, being like, "Go get us go get us twenty seven outs, kid." <laughs> we Honestly. trust you, buddy. Man, if you oh, could you imagine if he if we did have Moro? I mean, obviously he'd be coming back from injury, so we really couldn't use him how we wanted to. But this year, especially if he had like a a, a, a Chapman or a Davis, oh man, he'd be his arm would be like off his shoulder by the end of October. Mm-hmm. If he had that one guy, he could just like lean on for every out. So man, that that would be, I don't yeah like we don't have that guy this year. So yeah, I think I think that does work towards us. So he has to, like he has to evenly like distribute innings. I guess he'll still he'll still favor Pedro Strope and Monty once he goes to the pen and uh, CJ. He might he might lie on uh, Chavez and CSEC too. Yeah, Chavez been, Chavez has been he's kind of falling off. He's started off a lot higher and he's like slowed down a little bit. But he's still he's still he's still a guy I trust. I, I still trust him mm. in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I would say. What What is your worst case scenario, Dan, for the Cubs? Like, not obviously like losing the wild card is the worst case scenario, but like, what's your worst case scenario if they win the division? Worst case scenario, win the division, what, losing. I mean, what I, team do you not want to face? I'm saying. See, the thing I I talked about I talked about this yesterday with uh, my roommate. Going up against the Brewers in the NLDS, I fear Josh Hader. Yeah, he's tough, yeah, I don't like facing that guy. He's quite good. That guy is t- – if, if the Brewers can, you know, the Brewers can take a lead, that guy you could have him throw – you could have him throw two innings and the Cubs aren't aren't going to touch the ball. Rizzo did hit the – he did hit that home run that put him up. I think they put him up by a run uh, like a few – In Milwaukee. Few weeks, in Milwaukee, yeah, he hit that home run. Yeah, ever but since I, that, but that's, but that's, struck out every batter yeah, facing mm-hmm. the Cubs. Like, I fear, I fear Josh Hader. That's, that's the only thing I, about the Brewers that I'm, like, very concerned about. That'll be a fun um, series. Be I guess that I guess that's the worst case scenario is that we just get sh- like the Cubs lineup gets shut down in the NLDS and they throw Hater out there for every single game and they don't win. But yeah, I mean, you're you're asking me for worst case scenario if they win if they lose the division or if they win the division. Yeah, that worst, is the worst. That is the worst is, case scenario. Worst case, I think Matt probably will say the same thing as Brewers in the NLDS with. And just for some reason, the starting pitching can't get together, and we're coming from behind every game. Yeah, I mean, if we if we give up first inning runs, which we did today, we that's have, that's the one thing that they like, have to do. That puts you behind the eight ball immediately. Like the first three outs are, so, yeah, they're so crucial. I mean, we do have a playoff tested uh, rotation, except for Quintana. Well, he did pitch some playoffs last year. I don't really yeah. remember how he did. So he at least has one. He has he at least has a, a playoff two playoff series under his belt. Whereas the Brewers, I don't think any of their – I mean, they have, to, they have to have some players that have been to the playoffs. Well, Gio. Moustakis. Yeah, Moustakis and Gio. Besides that, I can't really think of it. None of their starting pitchers, I don't think I've ever, have ever started no. a game. Gio. So, 
Oh, yeah, he's not. They, he's been out of the bullpen though, right? No, he's been starting games. Has he been? I thought I yeah. saw he came out of the bullpen. Okay, so he's he's good. I mean, the, so he's their one. He's their one playoff tested arm. But he they, he'd be in the wild card game anyways if they are in the wild card. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, uh, I, I I will still be confident in the Cubs if they face the Brewers in the NLDS. That'd be a that would be a really fun series. That'd be a lot of fun to watch. So if that's your guys' worst, like what's your that's not my worst. what's your dream scenario? Like what do you want to see happen? Like what would you be the most confident in? Oh, facing the Cardinals easily. Cardinals. For, yeah, I think I think so. I think the Cardinals. Danny, what do you what do you what? like? Like I said, uh, that that Josh Hader just fucking scares the shit out of me. No, he's he the one best case scenario. <laughs> well, who, yeah, what's your best case? Who would you want to play in the playoffs round one? Oh yeah, Cardinals. I agree with the Cardinals. Cardinals. Who's creeping up on that? Aren't the Rockies creeping up on them? Oh yeah, right now the Cardinals. My dream scenario is the Rockies because oh, the Rockies. Yeah, if they're in the wild card game, that means see, I didn't, I didn't think the Rockies were really like. I, I thought it was just going to be the Brewers. And no, the they're they're pretty good. The Rockies. I mean, Cardinals but keep losing. Everyone in the playoffs is fucking good. So Cardinals keep losing. They're losing right now. So I yeah, mean, they leave the door wide open for the Rockies. Colorado. I would like to face because if they they obviously have to play in the wild card game, unless they come back and win the division. Um, they had to throw Kyle Freeland, Freeland out in the wildcard game, who is by far their best pitcher and the best starting pitcher they've had in Colorado in years. So without him, and not having to see him until game three does not work. The Cubs me. can light up anybody on that exactly. rotation. So if we have a 2-0 lead going back to Colorado, I'm not nervous. Either way, Cardinals or Rockies, I'm not nervous. But I, now, yeah, Cardinals nervous. make me nervous because they're starting pitching. And I feel like we have not hit their starting pitching well at all this year. And the one thing about is any any division series, because I mean, like people are always like, well, like when the Cubs, I think they got swept by the by the Reds like earlier in the year, back when everyone was pooping their pants. Oh yeah, it's like obviously like it's it's tough when you lose to a team like the Reds. They're they're like the they're the best worst team in baseball. Number one, number two, when you're playing these division games, like each team just like knows each other so well. It's like like any 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 division series can like any division. Sweep could happen at any time because like they just know each other so well. So that's like the one thing that that would make me nervous about facing the Cardinals. I do think even if we do face the Cardinals or the Brewers, we'll beat them for sure. But I yeah, I think I would. I think it'd be funny to beat the Cardinals because I just fucking hate the Cardinals. Like I think I hate the Cardinals more than I hate. The, who do you guys hate more, Packers or Cardinals? I hate Packers. the Cardinals more. I think it's Packers because I, I mm, it's tough. I respect tough. the Packers. I respect Aaron Rodgers. I just hate Cardinals. I just don't. Like they fa- I like their fans. I think I hate the Packers more because I don't hate the Cardinals players. I hate their fans and like their whole attitude and how like, we're every, better, I hate the players. holier than them. thou. I so I mean I I've sat on root for their players because of the Cardinals, but I think I hate the Packers more because I just hate I, I hate Aaron Rodgers just for that one. I just hate Aaron Rodgers. He always rips our hearts out. I think I think it's main yeah I think it's mainly because the Packers have had like multiple big game wins against the Bears yeah. that made me want to bash my head into the wall. We can't we can't get over that hump, and we've got where I haven't where I haven't really gotten that from the obviously the Cardinals have been whooping us like like in the division wise like most of our lives, but we haven't had like I haven't had that like heartbreaking moment against the fucking Cardinals, whereas I've had that multiple times against the Packers. And we've, yeah. we, and we've gotten over that hump against the Cardinals. So we're, like, we're past mm-hmm. them. Like, we're above them now. We're better than them. Whereas we're still, we're still punching up against the Packers. We could easily beat them at home this year, for sure. So, I mean, maybe this, maybe this is the year we, uh, we, overpass the, we overtake the Packers. That'd be, that would be a lot of fun. I know we're mm-hmm. going long on this episode, but I just realized this will be the last time that you hear our sweet angel-like voices until the MLDS. Oh. So, I know we didn't prepare for this, but do you guys want to do, like, a quick yeah. NLDS preview? You can do ALDS, too, if you know who's, what those are going to be. Well, we don't know. Uh, ALDS, I think we could do, like, 20 minutes. We, know what the, we can do a 20-minute episode Sunday night, if you want. We know I'm not going to be here. Oh, you won't? Oh, oh. Bears game. oh, nice. 
Um, I'm going to do it Monday or something. But I just want to do Cubs because I think we know those teams the best. We can, we can do, run, we can do it off the top. No, I want to do like in depth, like what okay, we like, we we like starting rotation wise. Like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I know that in depth about the AL. No, not AL. I'm talking about just the Cubs. Okay. I want to do. Oh, just okay. I'm like in depth Cubs, and then we can run okay. through like what it's said to be now, what we think. But uh, Cubs wise, I like Cole Hamels game one, Kyle Hendricks game two, Lester Quintana. I think Lester's already starting game one. Uh, with how it's been lately, yeah, probably you're right. He's just, he's just even. He's just the guy. He's just our like. He's been our number one guy. I think like this is his, I think this the, is his team. Yeah, him and Rizzo's team, and it's, like, it's his rotation. So I, I, think I don't know. I, I trust, but I do trust Cole Hamels at home more than I do John Lester. Mm-hmm. I also don't like doubling up Cole Hamels and Kyle Hendrick because I've everyone always says that their stuff is very similar. Uh-huh. So I feel like if you if you double those guys up, that just it's like they're seeing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean that that works that works towards your point. Starting Hamels game one, sandwiching Lester in between him and Hendricks. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I agree with that, but I, I I agree with what you're saying, but I still think they'll start Lester game one. They probably will, but I want I want Cole Hamels. Yeah, no, I, and then yeah, I want I, I want Kyle Hendricks on the road. So actually, I I was wrong. I would do Cole Hamels, then Quintana, then Lester, then Hendricks. When is game one? If they game one, um, wild card games are Monday, Tuesday. So ALDS will start on. Wednesday. Wait, they're Monday, Tuesday. They're Monday. No, yeah, they're Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, they're Monday, Tuesday. I thought they were Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, actually, they probably are Tuesday, Wednesday. I think it's right. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll get them a day off because game 163 would be that Monday. So, you're right. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So, NLDS starts on the Thursday. So, actually, no. You'll hear us the day of the NLDS. So, actually, we don't have to run through it. So, we can actually preview it. Then. We can preview it. So, I guess if you want to just give your starting starting four, because I did. Okay. Do you want to? I mean, sure. We got well, I, I did it. So, I mean, yeah. I yeah. agree last year. I, I just think. I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, you. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't. I wasn't listening when you said you started for. I didn't listen when you ran through it. You know I, assume, I assume. We're done. I assume, we're, we're done. But I know. I know what it was. I know it was Hamels. I know it was Hamels one, uh, Lester two, Hendricks. No. 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 What the fuck were you doing? I was watching the baseball game. Oh my god. Goddamn <laughs> Matthew. All right, Danny. Well, let's just write. Let's just write that up. I, I want to just go Hamels, Lester, Hendricks, Quintana. You know, this isn't important. We'd be on record about this. I, we're, I was just going we're, around. We're, we're predicting. I'm, I'm more right. offended. You weren't listening to me. Hamels, Lester, Hendricks, Quintana is my I, my four. I have the attention of a net. You know this. If you have, if you if you haven't figured it out then, or if you haven't figured it out before, you know, you now you. Know. I now I obviously know. Yeah. I'm disrespected. First, you guys stepped on my fucking toes, and now, yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else, Dan? Real sour note in this podcast. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I think I'm good. Um, preview for next week, hypothetical, because I already have it in my head. I know what we're gonna do. Um, because I like give a little previews to next week. You know, give them something, give them a little nibble, so they come back for the whole meal. Obviously, we have NLDS preview next week, unless for some reason the Cubs fall the Walker game and lose. That would really suck. I'm going to jump off. Of my, <laughs> That'll champ my, my cheeks. If that That'll happens, I will jump off of my apartment. This will be a suicide podcast if the Cubs are in the wild. If they lose in the wild card, yeah. Oh, this will be the saddest you'll ever see. One hundred percent. I will cry myself to sleep every night. I'm assuming everyone that listens to this follows me on Twitter or my Snapchat. But if you haven't, I'm wearing the Wilson Contreras Venezuelan sleeve on my arm for the last 24 hours, and I'm not taking it off until they clinch the division. So if for some reason they're in the wild card. This sleeve will be on my arm for more than six days. That's a bet. If you if they keep losing while you wear the sleeve, you have to take it off. They haven't lost with it. They're winning right no, now. No, I'm saying if they're in the wild card game, that means they've been losing. 
Correct. So if that if that happens, you cannot wear that because I said I'll wear it till they win their division, which means equivalent to the divisional series. Okay. So we just need that. We I I just think if they keep losing and they don't win the division, we need that stinky. We need that stinky off your uh, off your arm. Wait, 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 man! Look it up right now. Do we have? Ah, oh, fuck. We we have, we can't go back. Is that not Walker game Wednesday or Tuesday? We can look it up. I think I know. I think AL's Tuesday. I think NL's Wednesday. But I, I don't think, quote. Don't quote no, me. No, I'm on wrong. That. It, no, it's not. NL's Tuesday because I read something that AL's always first. I read something that uh, yeah, AL is always gone first. I think it's NL first this year because I read that game 163 would be Monday, and then the next day the loser of game 163 would host the wild card. I read that on ESPN today. But nonetheless, we're not doing a preview. We're not prepared. We have to give you high quality. Yeah. But as I'm saying, the hypothetical for next week is how many waves could you last if every five minutes a wave of five second graders came out to attack you? And every fifth wave, a fifth grader came. It is Tuesday, Wednesday. This thing does not have... Okay. It's Tuesday, Wednesday. Speaking to the mic, Matt. It's, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, but it's not showing with the AL or NL plays. Just you literally type in the Safari MLB playoff schedule. I fucking did that, Jay. That's what, playoff what bracket. I want the schedule. I typed in. I, I typed in. Get your dirty hands off me. Give me the phone. Uh, well, if you're listening, you're you'll watch. You'll it's watch the, the fucking. You'll watch the fucking games anyway. It doesn't matter who plays first. It's, yeah, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that pivotal. It is. All that matters. You want something done right? You gotta do it yourself, I guess. All right, we clipped an hour again. Two in a row. Fuck yeah. You're welcome. You got anything else, Dan? No, I think I got it. Matt, you? No, I'm, I've got everything off my chest. All the skeletons are out of my closet. See ya. See ya. See ya.
Yeah. 